Mike, turn your games down. Hi, regular mini episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbardton, and who's the king of dragons with me tonight? Hello! It's Michael Hughes. <laughs> Welcome back, and we are bringing you another, another beat-em-up episode on that from that Capcom collection slowly over the course of years. That's, <laughs> it's been a minute since we did the last one. I don't remember what it was. Was it Captain Commando was the last one that was released? Yep. That was Damn. the last one we did, too, yeah. Yeah, that was a while. <laughs> so we are here this time to talk about the King of Dragons, which came out, well, the arcade version came out in 1991. Jesus. <laughs> and the SNES version came out in 94, and that's what I used to play as a kid. Uh, I just feel like I just aged just 20 years just saying, hearing you say that. <laughs> uh, so I know before we, so we played this actually twice, but we'll get into that. But what I want to say <laughs> is I actually played this game back in the day. A good friend of mine who's been on the show many times, Red Fox, he had a copy of this game. He's the one that introduced me me to it on Super Nintendo and we played it a bunch but we were never like we would always lose and then I turned out I found out this game is way longer than I thought it was <laughs> a little bit so there's that too but it's it was it, you know it's one of those games that's always been on my mind it's something that I would think about from time to time I even back when I was making collages which I should post pictures someday I would make a bunch of like video game collages I made a collage of this game because this game always meant something to me it was just one of those games I'm like I really like King of Dragons I can't beat it because it's too damn hard, but I really like it. Yeah, you know, it wasn't games from your childhood that kind of lives in your brain rent free. Like, yeah, because it was something that we used to do. He, he didn't live that. He lived about a mile from me at the time. So we'd, I'd walk over to his house and he had a few, you know, there were some SNES games and 64 is already out at this time. But we were playing, you know, we played a bunch of this and other mm-hmm. games that we could actually beat. Like, like Final Fight 2, we could beat. Couldn't beat this, though. <laughs> this game's fucking impossible at the time. I think the first time I played this was on the Capcom Classics Collection on the original Xbox. I had a bunch of their old games. And I remember dabbling with it, but I don't think I really gave it a fair shot because I play it by myself. And it's definitely one of those beat-em-ups that's way more fun with someone else. Yeah, all beat-em-ups are. Like, oh, this was developed by Capcom. I forgot to say that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we said Capcom like four times already in this episode, so I think that's people right. figured it out. Probably. <laughs> no, beat-em-ups are always better with two people. Like, they just they just need that. Unless they have, like, uh, that setting where you can hit each other. Okay, yeah, that. that's annoying. I hate that in games. Beat-em-ups. Yeah, why would you include that? Quarters. <laughs> this game didn't feel as quarter-munchy until the end, though. Yeah. Then it felt quarter-munchy. Like, it felt very fair for a good, like, three-fourths of the game, I think. And I, and yeah. that was a nice that was a nice surprise. Because when you, when you play a lot of arcade games, I mean, you can feel the... Where they just want to steal your hoarders. We died a bit early on because we were still kind of getting a feel for the game. And we kept cycling the classes to give everyone a fair shot. And some of them are definitely not built for the early game unless you know what you're doing. It's like the the elf and the, the, the mage both have really low health compared to everyone else. But that's one thing that's interesting. This game has uh, five characters to choose from. Uh, you have an elf, the mage, a fighter, a cleric, which is essentially a paladin, and a um, the dwarf. It's dwarf. I was blanking. Like, I know it's not a thief. Yeah, I mean, but it, it worked. But they actually, I mean, because I did play through all the characters, too. They all played a little different. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of nice. Like, you could you could feel the differences with all the different characters. Like, it, it was, I mean, that was one thing that drew me as a kid. I also always played as the elf as a kid, which I don't recommend. <laughs> when you're trying to play this game with, like, you only have so many lives in the Super Nintendo version, you only have so many credits the game gives you, like, and you're trying to beat the game, I don't recommend the Elf. Mm-hmm. The Elf felt like hard mode. Yeah, because it's, 
not strong and like I said earlier, it's got less health, but they have range to make up for it. But a lot of enemies can attack you from across the screen anyway, so range and is the enemies have farther one. range than you have. Yeah. <laughs> Which I noticed pretty quickly. I'm like, well that's not friendly. Mm-hmm. But it was still like you know, it was a lot of fun. I mean, one thing about this game that, that makes it stand out from other beat-em-ups is one, you level up, which you do in some other beat-em-up, but you also get new equipment as the game progresses. So as you beat bosses, as you progress through levels, you get chests that then give you, like, new swords, new shields, or in the case of the elf, in the you know, case of the elf, for example, you get a new bow and a new, and a new arrow. You don't get any defense. Yeah. <laughs> and the, the mage, which is who I played through the first time, keeps getting new staves that do different spells. And it's super cool. It's really cool. Like it, I was happy. I'm happy to say that, you know, for a beat em up, it's still fun. Oh yeah. Big time. And it still looks good. Like that's one thing that is such, you know, about sprite work is that sprite work just looks good still after all this time. Mm-hmm. When you look yeah. up some, some polygon arc and it, it ain't so good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like final <laughs> fantasy seven still looks like a train wreck. Uh-huh. Well, oh, was it beautiful when it came out? Uh-huh. <laughs> but our eyes are no longer, but, Sprite work always works. I mean, everything in this game is clean. The characters are, you know, look good. The 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 weapons you have change enough that you get different swords. You get different, or in your case, different staff that have different like spells. Like you get things that change enough to keep you very engaged. Yeah. Plus, it's Capcom. They they know what they're doing when it comes to sprites. Everything's nice and bright and vibrant and colorful. Yeah. I mean, the the enemies look good too, and. I mean, of course, they reuse enemies because it's cap. You know, it's a game. That's what they do, especially Capcom. Mm-hmm. But it it didn't bother me. Like there was enough of variation from orcs to skeletons to dragons that there there was enough stuff happening that I never felt like we're seeing the same enemy too many times. It didn't feel like, yeah. oh, here's the same thing with a different color. Yeah. So they definitely space the uh, definitely reuse them, but they kind of space them out. Apparently, the characters all have names according to this wiki. Got oh, Ra- Ra- Ravel the Elf. R A V E L. Ravel, Ravel. I got nothing. Legger the wizard, Derek the fighter, Aldo the cleric, and Vargas the dwarf. All those names are cool except Derek. I <laughs> Derek don't get it. Like, fighter. we got Vargas over here and we got Derek. Like, what? <laughs> what? You're going with unique names and then you just throw, they're like, ah, we need another name. What do you got? Well, my name is Derek. <laughs> there you go, Derek. There we go. <laughs> You're the fighter. Derek. But it, I mean, there's there, I guess there's a story to this game, but we didn't fucking care because it's a beat. Nah, it, don't care. I think I even like joked about it. You don't see text on screen until the end of level four when a character's like, oh, go do this now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? I've already been doing yeah. stuff. You're already like a quarter of the way through the game and now you're going to throw in text. <laughs> it, yeah, it seemed kind of weird to have that. Like, you don't need text. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. not why you're playing this game. Right. I mean. It's a game that I could never see myself playing single player. Like I have over the years, I've, I play with emulation. That's, that's not, you know, I, I bring that up a lot, but I've never messed with this game and emulation really. Cause it was a game I could never see myself wanting to play solo. Mm-hmm. It's just not the same. It's not, well, beat em ups, you know, part of the fun of beat em up is having two people with you, like, you know, and playing the game, whether it be on the couch or whether it be across States in this case, like, yeah, that's the fun of it. Yeah. That's what's so great about this collection. It's yeah. being able to do all these co-op. And this game is a lot longer than I ever thought. Like, so I played through this game as a kid many times. We'd get to like, I think, World 10 sometimes. And then we didn't ask the farthest we ever got. And I thought, OK, we're making good progress. We got to be near the end. There's 16 stages in this game. <laughs> this is a lot. And this is a very hard Nintendo game. Like I had played it many times over the years and we could we could me and Rich could never get through it. 
Mm-hmm. He never beat it. Even like he played it himself. He played it with his nephews. He never finished this game on the Super Nintendo because you just run out of credits. Oh yeah, I bet those uh, ports, even if they're faithful, they usually have to make some kind of concessions when it comes to lives, and that hurts it big time for a well, game I mean, that's just... designed to take all your money. Well, you got to be really good. I mean, like there are. I mean, there's YouTube play. I'm watching the YouTube playthrough as we speak, where the guy's beating it. You know, the way you're supposed to. Like right. people can. It's just I've never been. I'm when I play beat 'em ups, I don't dodge a lot. I don't. I just go kill things. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like that's how I play them. I mean, this game doesn't. This game just is a jump and attack. So it's, you know, your simple combo, your simple button combinations. That's it. I mean, you do get herbs throughout the game from different chests or things that will then be like heal you if you die, essentially. Yeah. And the, the main pickup is just different kinds of money that add to your experience. And when you get the th- hit the different thresholds, you level up, which might add more health. Maybe it does add more health. <laughs> It adds more health, adds more defense, I think. Because I felt like I was taking less damage at certain times, and then there were other times where I felt like I just got murdered by certain bosses. Oh, yeah. But it, he also, I don't know, it didn't, there were a few times it felt unfair, but it's unique enough that there's lots of different things happening. The the enemies we kind of mentioned earlier, you know, have ch- changed a lot. Now, I like that. Like, you, you have lizard enemies at different points later in this game. Like, you just have lots that, that you made a comment about. Look, it was the folks from Ocarina. And speaking of Ocarina, I do have to mention there's one part that made us both laugh where you, you see a giant tree and the first thing he says, oh, thanks, buddy. I'm just like, yeah. thanks, buddy. Because you said it before I read it. I was like, what? <laughs> why, why do you say that? I'm like, oh, it's a text in the game. The wise old trees. Thanks, buddy. It's just the weirdest thing. Like, this is not what a when I think of a wise tree, this is not what a wise tree should be saying. Thanks, buddy. Hey, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Good job. You. You killed the giant spiders that were inside my, that were, you know, in my tree trunk or in my branches. Thank you. Great hero. Thanks, buddy. That would have been better. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. No, it, Love it. Whenever I see giant spiders, this is, this might be a me thing, but Hobbit is what comes to mind. Definitely no. not a me thing. Okay. No, I didn't think so. I just, in Hobbit, I'm pretty sure they deal with spiders at one point. So that's what sticks with me for some, for some weird ass reason. I got nothing. That boss fight was interesting because we didn't realize that it was multiple spiders. Because the they kind of drop down from the top of the screen and spit acid at you or whatever, then shoot back up. So it was until you beat it and then like seven or eight of them fall out of the tree. I was confused. Because <laughs> also one changes shape as a different sprite. I'm like, what's well, a different sprite? Mm-hmm. They can grab you too and, and pull you in the tree and hurt you a lot. Oh, that's fine. And this game can like if you cause, like when enemies grab you or you get frozen in ice spells, but there's tons of ice traps in this game. You have to hit buttons to get <laughs> out of the oil. Or you'll just die. Yeah, it just continuously drains your health. Yeah. Yeah, I noted the first playthrough. Every sign, every time there's an ice trap, you were the one that triggered it. And I was hitting all the chests. <laughs> I just get that style of flame. I was just rushing through and opening everything and getting all the gold and trying to level up. I mean, you level up decently in this game. And like, if you do switch characters, they do level up a bit when you're not playing them. But they don't get as much experience. You could tell. Yeah. But they, but they weren't like your, your upgrades, whatever level your upgrade is that... Your character so carry yeah, that they across. Thankfully, too. have that. So like you don't you can you can play the game. I mean, the game encourages you to play as one character the whole way through, but it doesn't really punish you that bad for switching around. Yeah, that's so. why I'd recommend doing it anyway because you can see the progression you're getting as you get the new items. Like that. And it looks it looks cool. You can actually see it. You see the different swords that they're holding. You see the different acts the dwarf has. Like you can see a different effect, which I really appreciate when games do that. Like I remember. Summoner for PS2. <laughs> That's a weird game to mention. Yeah. Like 
I remember when I first played that game, you could see when you changed armor, he would look different. I was like, wow, that's cool. It's not a good game, by the way. Yeah. but it's also on PC, which I did not know. Yeah, that's always important in games, like especially RPGs. I know it was harder to do back then, but something like, uh, oh, what's that game? Running out of stories on PS2. I remember getting new armor and I equipped it and go back to the battle screen or whatever. And it's actually different. It's like, oh, it's so cool. It definitely makes an impact on a game. Yeah. Another weird thing that this game has is it tried to co- it tried to copy Golden Axe. You have random like not even dwarves, but random like people that come out that look like they're from Golden Axe with little packs and you hit them and they drop stuff for you. Oh, yeah. The the thieves. Yeah. If you let money sit too long on the screen, it'll they'll come out and steal it. Oh, I didn't realize that's what brought them out. I didn't yeah. pay enough attention, I guess. That's old. I was too busy killing things. But yeah, they look one to one of the one from Golden Axe. Mm-hmm. Which I, I thought was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. And there's also spells you get throughout the game, like as you break chests or or if one of your characters dies, a little orb will pop up that gives that give that will do a spell when you break it, and you can push it along the stage in order to use it when you want to use it. Or if your friend is playing as the elf, he'll just shoot it randomly because he shoots <laughs> everything. So that happens too. Yeah, that does happen. Can't <laughs> confirm. I did find it amusing how we we beat this game once. And then normally when we do this, we beat it when we record and we immediately started up again and beat it a second time. Yeah, it's like I kind of want to try one of the other characters. Mike's like, yeah, we could play a little bit. See, you know, just stop at some point. And then we ended up playing the whole game again because it's like less than an hour. I think we started just after nine o'clock and then by 10, we were already done. Yeah, it's not. But it's long enough. It's like a 45 minute, you know, game. And that's enough for an arcade beat em up. You don't need more than that. It somehow manages to feel too long and too short at the same time. It's like you said, it's 16 levels and it feels like it takes forever, but it's still only 45 minutes. It's, it was, I mean, it feels like it takes forever when you're playing these SNES and you're like watching your credits go away, but that's oh, different. yeah. <laughs> or if you're pumping in all the quarters like we would have been. Yeah, this collection's been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I mean, the game has a, I mean, like I said before, I kind of make comment, there is some kind of story, but like, who the fuck cares? Like, there's something that I guess you're supposed to be doing or, but I, I had, all I knew is there was a dragon in some, somewhere involved in this game and that was all I knew. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're like, oh, save the friends. I'm like, who cares? Let's go kill the next enemy. And I think this game also had a good boss variation. Like it didn't. They did a decent job. Like there were times where they would reuse bosses, but it felt different enough. Yeah, because you fight the the wyvern or the wyvern early on. And then there's a, a frost one. So like at level three, you fight the first one. The level 14, you fight the frost variation, which is a recolor. But it also likes to freeze you like an asshole. Yeah, but it was okay. Like you have dragon riders, which I think they just run across, but where they're on like wyvern, they're on like a dragon with no wings, or you know. So I don't. That's not really a dragon, but yeah, you know that that type of thing. And like you fight them a couple different times, but like one, you fight one guy on a dragon. Next, you fight a guy that jumps off his dragon, and like it, they switch it. And then when you fight two of them, like they they switch it up a bit, where it didn't feel boring to me. Like I wasn't bored with this game. No, yeah, I agree. Nice. You know, and I wasn't like annoyed with the the recolorings and stuff like that of the bosses. Like they were still fun to go fight. The first boss is a giant orc that shoots. I remembered this guy from when I was a kid, and he shoots these huge chain things at you. I'm like, he's still cool, still cool <laughs> for all these years. Man, we uh, we shredded him that second time. I remember him giving us uh-huh. a little trouble the first time through, and then second time we were playing the I think the dwarf and the fighter, and we just destroyed yeah. him in like thirty seconds. You could see the difference in the power when you have the melee characters. Mm-hmm. Also, if you play this game solo, you level up a lot faster than you do if you play it with two people. That I'm makes sense. 
So we, yeah. we tried to split up the gold as we played. And but yeah, we just kill everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Taking it all for yourself, you probably would level up faster. Yeah. There's also less enemies, I think, too. I think this game scaled enemies with you. Mm, you which I like when games do that. And this game's up to three players, too, for the arcade version. Oh, man, that'd get crazy with three people. Yeah. It's not like Dungeons and Dragons where I was playing the wizard and kept stopping the action to shoot off spells every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> no, the action never stopped in this game. Most of the bosses were fun. One boss that I hated that we have to mention is the Wraith, which is a bunch of little <laughs> guys in cloaks that just circle you. And it, it was stupid. Yeah, there's like 10 little ghost things that are flying around in a circle and they kind of move back and forth across the screen. They throw little scythes at you every now and then and they're a pain to hit. Yeah, it, it bothered me. A lot. And they had way too much health. Yes. And again, you can start feeling you can start seeing where it's like we want your quarters. Mm-hmm. I also think from watching this video that they had more health because there were two of us, too. So, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Which, again, it's fair. I mean, you are you do have more players. You want to make the game, you know, more challenging. So they, you know, when you get more quarters. But yes, <laughs> so, there is that, too. But that was the only real boss fight. I feel like that irritated me. Like most of them I really enjoyed. Yeah, like, there's you fight... some that were kind of annoying that you have to, like, jump to attack, like the spiders and the, the wyvern and stuff. And then the final boss, but other than that, yeah, they're they're pretty all right. It didn't it didn't bother me. You fight a few cyclopses, and I, I thought those were kind of those look cool. They they do reuse that a few times. Yeah, but that was fine. And I, I know at some point we go to a fort and we were supposed to rescue somebody, and I'm like, okay, I didn't even know, I didn't care. <laughs> but that's when you, that's the farthest I ever got. That was stage thirteen. That was the farthest I ever got as a kid was to. Because I remember that gold guy. Me and Rich got to that gold guy, and he kicked our ass, and then we never. Oh. Got the Great That's Draconian. It. That guy's mm-hmm. cool. That's a very cool sprite. It's big. Whenever I see old sprites like this, dragon. Oh, go ahead. All I, all I ever think of is how much I wish I did Perler Beads. Because I just want to make stuff. And oh, yeah. I just want to make sprites in the Perler Beads. Oh, man, that'd take forever. That sprite's huge. Yeah, I mean, I have two Perler Beads next to me. I have a Hollow, I have a, the Hollow Knight that mm-hmm. Alyssa, Alyssa made for me, who's been on the show before. And I have a Kurama near me somewhere, too. But that's it. You could have made the biker girls from Battle Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> but I always think about it. Like, I, I, I want to make, per- and this was one of those sprites. Like, this would be cool in a Perler Bead. Nobody would know what the fuck you made, but it'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, right. Yeah, Capcom knows their sprite work, especially back then. Yeah. It's it's all so good in this game. But what were you going to say about the boss before I interrupted you? Uh, Just the Drake, the great draconian is like a big bipedal dragon that's covered in armor. He's got a big spike shield and a giant sword. Super cool looking. And you, you can block in this game, apparently, though, by the way. Yeah, I read that the, the, the dwarf can block probably anyone with the shield. Yeah, I don't know how the hell you block, though. <laughs> Unless you just stand still or something or hit back, maybe. I mean, it could be back. You think I'd face you the other direction, though. Oh, I don't know, then. I blocked. I, I know I blocked by accident, but I was usually always hitting everything. So there was that there was that problem, too. The sword didn't mm. stop slashing usually in this game for me. Oh, no, you're absolutely right. Fighter, Cleric, and Dwarf can also use their shields to block certain attacks by pulling back right before the impact. Okay. Huh. That's cool. I, I've i never liked that in fighting in fighting games where it's more common. I don't like I like when blocks a button. I don't like back, and I really don't like where you don't do anything you block. Like I think Mortal Kombat it, did that. It's different in fighting games because it's just two people always facing each other, so back just kind of feels instinctive. Something like this, like I said, if you're pulling back at the wrong time, you're going to just face the other direction. Then you're taking the attack in the back anyway. Yeah, so you're not 
not doing what you wanted to do. Yeah, but it wouldn't make sense to have the extra button when not all the classes classes could block. Oh, good point. I didn't think about that, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah, like you said, though, if you maybe just let go of the control stick and stand still, that would kind of work. Yeah. I don't know. We did fine that's, without blocking. So. That's because we had unlimited credits because we were playing this on a, the, the beat-em-up collection. Which is the way to play beat-em-up. When you don't have to worry about credits, you don't care, you're just playing the game, you're killing things. Like one of, Speaking of sprites, one of the enemies that I, I have to mention is you have werewolf with crossbows that are just <laughs> fucking cool looking. I feel like a lot of this game was just, holy crap, look at this weird enemy. Yeah, it was a very cool game. And... I mean, we we played other beat 'em ups. We we normally don't play twice, and we played this twice, one after another. I think we might have done that with Armor Warriors or Battlestar too. <laughs> I think so. I think Armor Warriors we absolutely did. We were just like, okay, let's go again because like I had wanted to play all the characters, and you you picked the mage, and you never left the mage. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to circle because uh, I got in late because I didn't really have to push start one for the character select, and by the time I was looking through the classes, I ran out of time because of course it's an arcade game; they're going to time you on everything. So I got locked into the cleric early on, and then I switched to the mage when I could, and it was like, oh, this is fun. And, like, at one point, you got electric powers from your staff? <laughs> yeah. So I think I started at a level four staff, and he was just shooting these little orbs, energy orbs in front of him. And then I started getting different variations of, like, a flamethrower spell. You just shot fire. They get further as you level up. And then the level eight one, which is the max, it's just... A lightning bolt shoots out of the staff and is like, oh, you fuckers are dead now. <laughs> it was <laughs> super so, red. If you had mentioned, like, come on, you're like, lightning bolt, come on, give me yeah. lightning bolt. And then the game did a couple levels later. Yeah, I think there were three different fires. It was like red, blue, and then green. I'm like, come on, just mix it up. And yeah, they've got lightning. But it's a it's a cool game. It's it's unique enough as a beat-em-up. Like, I, we played a lot of beat-em-ups, and I think it was a pretty unique one still. Big time, yeah. It's like we kind of talked about it in the... I think we're thinking about doing a whole episode on the actual collection as a whole, but it is cool to see how different all these beat-em-ups are that came out around the same time. It's like yeah, Capcom I, had ideas. I don't know if I ever saw this in an arcade or ever played it. I don't think so, because 91, I would have been like 6 or 5. I was born in 87. So I don't. I probably never saw this in an arcade. Yeah. I, I remember I went to arcades a lot. I love going to arcades. I, I love watching people play games at arcades. Yeah, I only had a few quarters, so I'd be like, I gotta save my quarters. Especially they were good at them. Yeah, that was always fun. They didn't like it when you watch them. I remember that. People get mad at me like, I just want to watch you play. Like, yeah, right. like, what are you doing this little key? Get out of here. Uh, uh, the Great Draconian had, has a whip sword, too, like Ivy from Soul Calibur. Which is cool as hell. And way before <laughs> Soul Calibur. He could attack you from across the screen, but it's still cool. And hey, Soul Calibur is not Capcom game. Huh? Yeah. Go, which I forgot about until just now. I was thinking about, wait a second, like that. So, when, I mean, as the game progresses, you do have a couple wizards that you fight, too. Like, there was one that we were trying to hit, and then we realized you can't. You just have to wait and let them just teleport around so you can actually smack them. Yeah, that fight kind of sucks. Okay. It did. And then that's when you fought. Like, you're like, oh, we're at the final boss because you fight this giant dark wizard. At, you're, like, level 13 at this point. I'm like, yeah, no, that's not. This is not. Yeah. I know the end. This is not the end. I think level 13 is just called the Dark Wizard, too. So I'm like, oh, man, this has a very final feel because you like yeah, it does. go into the room and there's chests everywhere where you can power up one last quote unquote one last time. And he gives you this big speech like, oh, I'm the big wizard. Like, wow, this feels really final. And no, you still got it. Well, I think like it's a, like you're trying to save some kingdom or something randomly. And this is where you save the kingdom. And then you go back to what your real quest is. Because mm. the whole time you're hunting a dragon because you're looking be, for gold. 
I'll be real. I read all the text boxes. I retained absolutely none of it. It doesn't say it in the text box. I think that's just what the story actually is. Oh, it didn't okay. really like. I know at some point when we like after chapter four, we run into a guy that's like, "Hey, go help!" You know, go helps me. Or and then you then you do that. You save a princess or something at one point, and then you you go to the fort. You fight the dark wizard, and I I think because it's right after the dark wizard, you then go to like a cave. Then you start heading towards your dragon that you've been looking for this whole time. Plus, this game is called King of Dragons. Yeah, that makes sense. One thing that I've been kind of I haven't mentioned uh, mentioned yet, but I want to is that this game has a world map kind of like even though like you don't run around and nothing like that. You just when you go to stage to stage, you see yourself travel across this world map as your little icon just moves. And mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for that in Super Nintendo for some reason. Like Ghouls and Ghosts does it too, and I'm a sucker for it. I don't know yeah, why. It's always good. Like they're the kind of maps that you'd want to print out and just hang on the wall just as posters. Yeah. I mean, I did stuff like that at one point when I was fucking right. around with sprites all the time. Like. When I was making the collages, I would take different images and just kind of like throw them together and, and, and then cut out Sprite on Photoshop. I miss doing that. And then make stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, the joys of work until close every night at a store that would get quiet and have access to Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's where it came from. It was like, hmm, what else am I going to do for two hours while I wait for customers to come in? Hmm, let's play with Photoshop. Yeah, why not? <laughs> but uh, I don't work there anymore, so I can make that joke. Right. <laughs> I mean, as long as we're on the subject, just the world map. Like, there is a decent variety in the levels settings, but they're just standard fantasy fare. Nothing really stood out. It's like you're in a castle, a you're in the forest. Yeah, you are on the ship for the one part of the one level. And there's but... like a ship in the background you can kind of see, too, which we weren't paying attention. because We were too busy killing, but you can kind of see a ship sinking in the background. Oh, that's neat. But yeah, it's nothing too, uh, too exorbitant. I, I liked it enough, though. Like, But you're right. I mean, there's nothing like crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, it doesn't like detract from it. And anyway, <laughs> Battle Circuit. That game's insane. <laughs> or Captain Commando had you go through a freaking museum at one point, I think. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. That's a weird ass game. This is a very just heavy fantasy game that just fit that at fit that style. The enemies fit what you'd want in a fantasy game. I mean, it feels like D&D without the D&D license. Yeah, it's like Golden Axe if it played better. <laughs> you made somebody upset, I think, out there somewhere. <laughs> and my cat meowed right when you said it, too. Yeah, you heard that. So, but I, I, people love Golden Axe. I don't know. I don't have enough history with it, or I've never even beaten them. I need to play them though someday. It's fine. They, they just play super stiff. Well, it's Sega Genesis, and Nintendo oh, does what Sega don't. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Nintendo fan. I'm a Nintendo fanboy. I always will be. Yep. It's a, well, old Nintendo. I don't like Nintendo, but that's a different story. <laughs> I'm against Nintendo. <laughs> but then you finally progressed. I think you, yeah, you you finally do get to the final boss because you go through a couple stages. You go through underground labyrinth, and I'm trying to think who the boss was for this. I think this is when you have to fight two cyclopses. Uh, yep, two cyclopses where they reuse some of the yeah, sprites again. Cyclops brothers, as it's in the <laughs> wiki. It was fine. Like again, I mean, sometimes about it didn't bother me in this game to have reused. It just I don't know. It didn't bother me at all. Have reused what? sprites. A sprite I'm surprised they didn't reuse is the Royal Knights, where you fight, the one knight comes out and he kind of splits into two and you fight two at once. But I think that's the only time you see that enemy in the whole game. And one of the dragon riders, he's not he's like a regular guy without his helmet. You don't ever see him again either. So that was nice. The, Dra- the Draconian King thing is a one, too. So that's nice. Hmm. You know, they didn't reuse much. They could have. Yeah, I got another one that we'll talk about after we, we when we talk about the credits. But we'll get there. Okay. And then you have the final boss, which this stage I thought was cool, too, because you, you finally go to like a volcano cave and they 
there's no there's no enemies. You just walk through a tunnel and just open tons of chests to get there. And I thought and mimes too. And all oh, mimes jump on your ass and they bite oh, your the butt. Mimics, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I said it wrong. Mimics. Yeah. That <laughs> that was cool. I was like, okay, this is funny. Like this is stupid and funny, and I I'm here for it. Yeah, this game kind of rules. And of course, the oh, and one boss before I mention the final boss, I, I there's a, you fight a Hydra in this game too, which you cut off its heads, and, but that was still cool. Mm-hmm. It's got I three different colored heads and one normal colored body that you can see in the background. Mm-hmm. And then the final boss in this game is, of course, a dragon. You fight a giant red dragon that its body's in the background, like a claw and its head are coming down towards you, and that's what you have to hit. It's very cool. Yeah, it's another one. You gotta you gotta keep jumping to attack. I don't know if I like this more than the Dungeons and Dragons one. I think the Dungeons and Dragons one was prettier because I think that game's newer. But I yeah. really like this one. It definitely didn't feel as cheap as that game oh, felt God, that for a final cheap. boss. Man, just every few seconds we were dying in that thing. We did die a lot in this too. This has a lot of one hit K one hit KOs if you get caught by them. True. Yeah. I mean, I'm watching the playthrough, and the guy just runs off to the corner, stays away from the head, and hits the hand, and doesn't get hurt Makes at sense. all. Like, because not the way we played. Our, our asses were jumping at the head, and getting murdered. Its main attack is the breathing the fire from the head, but mm-hmm. it can... you just stand the corners and avoid the head, and you're fine. By the way, makes sense. You can see the tail in the background kind of thwomp down on the ground, and it makes rocks fall, but it gives you like the shadow warning. Like, oh, that was gold that's falling. Oh yeah, yeah. There's. Yeah. I thought that was a cool touch, like the idea that this dragon is hoarding all this gold. I really like that. Definitely high fantasy. And I like that. I like high fantasy a lot. And this game has really weird font. We have to mention. I know you had a hard time reading. You're like, what the fuck is the font is just like, Oh yeah. For the ending. There's a font, the font in general. Like anytime you kill a boss, they have like this really fantasy font. Well, it doesn't help that it likes vibrant cycles, colors (laughs) real quick. Like, do you want Caesars? We got Caesars. (laughs) It's very much like that. Like it was the style in the nineties. Yeah. And then you were talking about the credits. Yeah, well, real quick, you just reminded me that when you beat the final boss, it kind of gives you the text crawl of the rest of the story. And in the first sentence, they misspell heroes as H-E-R-O-S, which really made me laugh. But yeah, then it goes to the credits and it's the dragon kind of like blowing away the credits. But these fairy sprites that you see nowhere else in the game come in and they like reveal the names and the dragon knocks them away. It's like, why go through that effort of making that sprite just for this? It makes me wonder if they were cut from the rest of the game somewhere. It had to be. That's the only thing that makes sense to me, is that they were cut. They're pretty detailed, too. So, yeah, they yeah. had to. They were cut, for sure. And then the the end of the game is your whatever heroes you beat the game with are then standing on a, are standing on a cliff overlooking the city or something. Mm. And back in the day, what I did is I took that image, I found it with one character standing there, and I cut out the sprites of all the other characters in their <laughs> final phases. I went and found YouTube videos of different people that beat it, or I would get images. And then I went and cut it out and put it all together. Yeah, that's cool. It, it, I have it somewhere. I need to go find it, because now I actually kind of want to take a picture of it. But Yeah, I want to see that. In the garage. But I, I went and did that. I went and cut out the sprites, and I put them in there. Because I also didn't, I didn't know about, at the time, I didn't know about the paid spriters resource website, where you can just get fucking sprites from every game you want and they're already uh-huh. they're just there you just cut them out real nice and easy i went and sit there and took a tool and cut this thing out piece by piece it was not the way to do it but i had time so that's got to <laughs> still be around right spreaders resource oh it's, I've, I've looked it up many times it's, it's still there yeah i love to go anywhere going on there look at the spreadsheets 
I always loved. I used to download them because I was like, oh, I'm going to make this project, make this project. So I'm just going to put these on here and I would cut <laughs> out sprites. Like I made some cool Mega Man X ones with the sprites cut out and X in the middle and stuff and a bunch of cool See, stuff like that. This is where I thought you were talking about the hard to read the text because I mentioned the the story crawl here at the end. And it's like blue text on a blue sky background. <laughs> it's It was a choice. Yeah, it's it's hard to read. But again, they didn't give Nobody cares about the text. Nobody's reading nah. this. Nah. Nobody's playing this to read it. Play it because it's a fun-ass game, though. Yeah, it's a lot better than it had any right to be. Oh, and you fight Minotaurs, too. We should mention that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, times. like, gore you and fling you into the air. Kind of. But it's not a boring game at all, and I and that's what you need to beat them up. You need to beat them up to hold your attention and keep you engaged and have fun. Yeah, for 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, and and then it was enough for us to play it twice. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that I, I give any any beat em up credit that can make me want to play it immediately after beating it. I give you credit like that's not something that especially for me, that's not normal. Yeah, I'm really like, OK, I'm done. Let's move on. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool game. So it would have been fun to play in arcades, I think, if I had unlimited quarters. This would have been before D&D. So it's like they because I, I noted when we were playing, I'm like, why didn't they ever make a sequel to this? Capcom loves their sequels. But once they got that D&D license, there's probably a probably had some carryover between this and that. Well, it makes sense. I mean, you have the D&D license. That's more known than using your regular IP. And I think the 90s were a big time of more licensing. Like we're now we're less licensing because the pricing is ridiculous. With, and the fact that part of making the game is to keep re-releasing it and keep having it on new systems and if you're dealing with licenses you can't do that yeah definitely you, you get stuff gets i mean like we see now constantly stuff gets locked away mm-hmm. and with everything being so much digital you know media now like where people are buying games on steam or this you know nintendo store or something of that nature like part of your business model is we're going to re-release this in five ten years and sell it again you know like that's the idea and if you have all these you have the problem with licensing all of a sudden after three years your item is gone you can't get a license again mm, such a bummer I, I yeah, there's so many good licensed games that came out for PS2 and 360 that are just gone right now. That mm-hmm. thankfully there's other ways to play finally now that emulation is <laughs> catching up. But yeah, it, it's it makes me sad when stuff like that just disappears and there's no good reason for it. Yeah, like I was surprised to see that Disney Afternoon collection that Capcom put out a few years ago. Like that, same. A lot of hoops jumped through. Like, I mean, random collections that I wish I would see, like if, if Microsoft actually buys Activision, if that ever actually happens, I wouldn't I would love to see a Spider-Man collection come out of all those Activision games. It's not going to happen. It's a, it's a pipe. Yeah. But that would be cool. Right. Because like Web of Shadows and Shadow Dimensions have gone up in price lately. <laughs> I think they're like, I think, yeah, they're I have them, but they're expensive as hell. Even Edge of Time, which is a bad game, is expensive. Mm-hmm. Which I really want to put on the show, but it's like I can't. I gotta find people that already own them because you can't. And you can't buy them digitally, so it's not like I'm like, oh, I'll go, you know, pay ten bucks and they're on sale. Like, no, you you'd have to have a disc or emulate. So, yeah, that was one I never bought, and I'll probably never play it. Well, emulation's getting it's catching up with three sixty. Oh yeah, so I've got the DS version. That's kind of the same thing, right? It's a completely different game, but yes. <laughs> or any last things you want to say about King of Dragons? I think so. All right, we'll go to shelf stacker box, and why don't you go first? Oh, this is going. This is an easy shelf. I think I even said it like after we finished the first playthrough. I'm like, ah, man, this is an easy shelf. And then we played the whole game again. So that's just a testament to to that. Uh, like I said before, it's kind of cool to play this game from this genre that's so cookie cutter. I mean, you can make a beat 'em up and just put it and put characters and beat a bunch of enemies, but it's so cool to see something do it differently with the leveling up and the different equipment and stuff that gives you incentive to play the other characters even yeah, this yeah it was really did a I, lot and of we fun. wanted to see their different weapons so like that that's something nice to see 
games don't always do that with us or with yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So easy show. Okay. And I'll go next. I'm also going to put this off too. I had a great time. Like again, as I said previously, I'll say it again. I played this twice and I wanted to, like I beat it with the cleric. I was switching off characters and ended up sticking with the cleric and he's a really cool ass hammer. And then I went through the fighter and he's a cool ass sword. Like, it was just fun. It was just a really fun beat em up. And it, it's something I could see myself randomly like, hey, you know, why don't, you know, yeah, a friend over or something. Let's just play through a beat em up. Like 45 minutes, unlimited credit, playing the PC version, put it on your TV. It's fun. So no female the characters, and, though. No female characters. Bit of a no, bummer. that was kind of a bummer. But again, the 90s, I think we're a different time for that. We, us boys were too cool to play as women. Like, yeah. you know, that. Plus, I think the 90s was a very big time of like, I remember in middle school being like one of the biggest insults everybody would say, oh, you're gay. Like, yeah, freaking idiots. Like, I'm so glad we're past that. So one of my friends from high school did that one. He, we were playing some online game a few years ago. And I'm like, I'm, I'm and I'm like, what? Why? Like, why would you like? That's not a joke. And he, like, we moved yeah. on from that. time. Like, why are you mm-hmm. making this guy? <laughs> but yes, so I think that might have played a part in it to why there were no female. I mean, again, I could be completely wrong, but I feel like that was a part. Has something to do with it. Yeah, like, especially you know. in 91. Like, yeah. Which also plays more in the fact the AIDS was the 80s crisis and all that. So they're playing a lot People are still but, reeling to find that Samus was the girl the whole game. People were really upset about that, weren't they? <laughs> Probably. So, yeah. All right. That's everything that I need to say. And you, if you want to hear our other beat-em-ups that we did, there'll be links in the show and some of the other beat-em-ups that we've done on the show. So check that out. You'll see You'll see that. Um, we so also got a few in, more. In, yeah, we done, yeah, we got more coming eventually. Slowly. <laughs> we're trying to make it like less time between the next one than the last one was over a year it's been well over a year yeah that's what happened commando broke us that's all game wasn't i think we recorded that fall of the year before <laughs> i held it for a long time because yeah. it hooked over and just other stuff yeah so yeah go check that out uh, and if we, you can find everything on Podbean, so definitely go look in our Podbean. And you can then search everything on Podbean, too. If you go to our website, you can just type in a, a game, movie, and see if we did it. And if we did it, you'll find it. It'll show up, which is cool. <laughs> so I want to promote that. There's nothing to do with me. It's just something that Podbean has in there. So, hey, you can search our giant fucking catalog of over 450 other episodes of this podcast. I'm getting close to 500, though, by the time of this recording. So, getting there. But wow. close that giant catalog. If you want to support the show, we do a Patreon. For little as dollar, you can vote in our Patreon polls. We have one each month. Go help and it helps out the show. So go do that, please. Uh, we have a Discord. Please join our Discord free. You can talk with us and chat with us and make suggestions of what you want on the show. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hats Fury. You can follow her on TikTok. She's TikTok famous. And also give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker's own podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40. So I think go check him out too. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. I think that's everything I need to say. So we will see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.